Look, I don't care if you're white, black, brown, Republican, or Democrat. If Jesus in the gospel is not the center of the culture that you're so eagerly to defend, chances are you're probably a little bit wrong. I'm Chris Pyle, and this is The Pyle Perspective. What's up, guys? You know, I'm just going to start off by saying, first thing, I am not here to defend or bash any culture or whatever because I have one of my own. I was raised a particular way, and eventually I got mature enough to see that it was not the right way because it lacked a little thing called Jesus, you know. And what I'm seeing today, you know, aside from the, the obvious stuff that's in the media with the COVID-19. Yeah, let's go ahead and just mention that right now. It's still going on. We're still dealing with it. Me and my wife still have to work every day, but, you know, this, the thing is still happening. But what I'm seeing is I'm seeing, I'm really seeing the enemy's plan work here. You know what I mean? Because it's like, if you can get people to defend a way of uh, living or a way of being raised a certain mind frame you know what i mean like the way people process information if we can get these people to divide themselves because they don't see eye to eye on those things well then they're never going to rally together and and stand together and support each other right you know it's like well yeah we're both christians but he's a christian democrat and i'm a christian republican so we really can't be that close because, you know, well, we just don't see eye to eye on politics. Well, I'm here to tell you, you're both wrong. You are. I can't sit here. First of all, let me say, just because you vote Republican, that don't make you a Christian. And just because somebody's a Democrat doesn't mean they're not a Christian. Now, I can sit here and make arguments toward uh, both of them, and I can make arguments for or against either side. Let's just say that. You know, to me, I do lean a little more towards the right side because I just do. And it's probably because of the culture I was raised in and the, and the way I've been bring it, brought up to think about things. But then when I step back and I evaluate everything with the word in Scripture, well, they're, they're both wrong on a, lot of, on a lot of stuff. You know, I honestly can't see how people can, you know, it wasn't always this way. I personally can't see how a Christian can support Democrats because today's Democrat podium is all about supporting abortion and all that. I'm like, well, how can you be a Christian and support a side that wants to kill a bunch of babies? But then they could stand over there on that side and point towards the Republicans. But how can y'all be so for this doing for yourselves? Because Republicans are all about, hey, I'll bust my tail and, and provide for myself. And I shouldn't have to provide for anybody else. Both sides are wrong. Now, there'll be people that hear this that may be Democrats, and they may be like, dude, that ain't fair. What you said just ain't fair. And then there's going to be Republicans that are the same way. Dude, that ain't fair. You can't label us all that way. I'm not saying everybody on each side agrees with the things that I brought up. I'm just saying that's what the media is pushing in your face about both sides. But let's take it a step further. People get so offended by things because of their culture. They're trying to, you know, you hear, especially since like the 90s and everything, this whole, 
you know, hip hop and all that, which I came up in and I'm big proponent of and really I latched onto that culture. But other people would view it as not my culture because I don't have the skin tone for that culture. You know what I mean? And other people, you know, the, the white people would look at me and be like, well, you're such a traitor. And then black folk look at me and be like, such a poser. So both sides would hate on me for grasping onto that culture. But let me let you in on a little secret. We're all wrong. Because the only culture we should really be ready to die for to defend is the gospel. And what does the gospel say? Well, when it comes to cultures and traditions and all this, kind, I mean, Scripture tells us that a relationship with Jesus is way better than a bunch of rules. You'll hear people quote Romans 12 too, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Okay, so white, black, brown, whatever, like I said before, if your culture that you are defending tells you to stick together with your culture, which means whites with whites, blacks with blacks, browns with browns. If the culture you was brought up in is teaching that, then it's wrong. Completely and utterly wrong. There should be no white power. There should be no black power. It should be the power of the Holy Spirit bringing everybody together. All races, all backgrounds, all ethnicities, all this. Both genders, yeah, the two that actually exist, both genders, everybody comes together under the good, awesome, perfect will of God. Uh, Galatians 3.28, you know, talking about the different cultures that's in, existed since the beginning of time. Uh, Galatians 3.28, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. To me, that lets me know right there that God don't look down and say, hey, Chris Powell, the redneck. He sees Chris Powell, the son of God. Now, he pays attention to everything and knows everything, which means he sees my daily life. And I will admit that this happens quite often, but when he looks into my life on a daily basis and sees that I'm more concerned with maintaining uh, this culture that I've, you know, was brought up in, if I'm more focused on that, that means I'm less focused on him. And if I'm more focused on that, well, then I'm cutting off this big chunk of people that exist on this planet that's not going to want to hear from me. Because I'm pretty much saying, hey, I'm Chris Pyle, the redneck, so I'm here to serve other rednecks. That's not the way I want to be perceived at all. I want everybody to feel welcome to come up to me and talk to me. Because through Jesus Christ, I love everybody. Without Jesus, I don't care what color you are, equally dislike everybody. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I'm really just want to stay to myself and the few people that I really care about. But Jesus puts it in me to want to get out here and talk to people and to communicate. And that's the work of the Holy Spirit. If I've ever had proof of it in my life, that's it. 
What's John 5, 19 say? If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. So what that says to me regarding today's topic is as long as you're willing to stay connected to this culture, this worldly culture, whether it be whatever it is your background is, I don't know, I only know mine. But whatever it is, if you're willing to stay connected to that, then you're going to have a group of people behind you that are going to love you. Oh, we got us another soldier to to, to preach our gospel. But as soon as you step away from that and start going, you know what? I'm going to start focusing on preaching Jesus's gospel, the Lord's gospel. I'm going to put all these things that I've all these self-labels, these things that I've held so tight to for so long, I'm going to put these at the back. I'm going to put Jesus at the front. And tr- I've been through this. When I first got saved, I went through this transition of putting away the old me, picking up a new me. There's a lot of people that didn't like the new me, so they would bash me, or they just wouldn't have anything to do with me. But it didn't care at the time because what I had was just so new and I had come to God and I had found this peace and this love that I'd never knew before that surpassed any amount of acceptance from the culture I was in that losing that didn't seem like such a big deal. So when I see people that are clinging so hard to their old culture, I wonder, have they really experienced the love of Jesus? And I don't mean to get so so heavy to where, you know, there's nothing wrong. You know, if it, you know, we have different titles for these cultures, whether it's redneck, hip hop, whatever. I kind of fell in the middle of a bunch of them. I've, you know, I'm saying there's nothing wrong with them on the surface, you know, because what look at the hip hop culture it's just a certain way of dressing and some music and then you look at the redneck culture we like to hunt and fish and I hate country music <laughs> you know what I mean but it's just because I like to hunt and fish and shoot a bunch of guns and society labels me as a redneck so then I'm attached to the redneck culture but if we let these things become a god like my buddy my buddy uh Danny Burnham over at Burnham Podcast, his newest one that just came out today, he's talking about these gods that rise up during things that are going on right now. You know, the God of fear and all this stuff. All these things are rising up and we're letting it take the place of the one true God. Now, why does scripture use the words one true God? That's because he's the one true uppercase G God. There's a whole bunch, more than we could ever count, Lowercase g gods. And one of them can be our culture. But if we get with the uppercase g god culture, then we're all good. You know what I mean? It doesn't necessarily have to change the activities you enjoy doing. But I think we need to we need to take a step back from these worldly cultures, take a few steps forward toward our uh, holy one, and be ready to defend it some because we've really gotten lazy. 
We really have. I mean, we look at the media today and all the, I mean, just the blatant, I call it, it's a media culture happening right now. I mean, it's been happening for a long time, but it's getting so obvious right now. People are consistently, day in and day out, finding things that the media is lying about. Especially when it comes to the COVID-19. But a lot of other stuff that's came out that they've lied about, too, when it comes to shootings that's happened and all this stuff. And the media is pretty much a big production that is in the job of producing fear. They can make you afraid. They can make you fearful that you're going to lose your culture. They can make you fearful that you're going to lose your country. Now they're even making people fearful that they're going to lose their life. They've got them so afraid that they are willing to give up their liberties. You know, I thought it very strange that we accepted not going to church so easily. I mean, we just bent over. I mean, I hate to put it that way, but we really just... Here you go. Have what you want. As long as in the name of safety. I ain't trying to rip up my rip off my buddy Danny's a complete podcast here, but he does have a little bit to something to do with what inspired it a little bit. So shout out to you, Danny Burnham. Go listen to Burnham Podcast. Awesome guy. My favorite podcast other than mine. <laughs> I got to say that because I need you to listen to mine. But yeah. Got people so caught up and being afraid that we're willing to give up our church service. But Chris, what, what other options do we have? We don't want to get sick. Okay. I, I, I can't say I have all the answers here, but what I'm saying is, what if next time this happens and they're like, don't go to church? If every person that's really committed to a church and is a part of a church body that meets you know we're all under the body as believers all that but for the people that hold value and being a part of a church family a local church family close to where you live that's a bunch in america what if next time this happens and they say you can't meet we go <laughs> whatever and do it anyway are they going to arrest the millions i don't know are they going to round us up and kill us all? I don't know. Maybe. What does scripture say about that? Hmm? No. I can't tell you exactly where it says it, but it says something along the lines, if you lose your life on the sake of me, you will gain you know, everlasting life. So if we really believe in this thing called heaven and that God's watching out for us, we really shouldn't walk around with any fear. Do you think the original the original OG apostles you know, hung out with Jesus after Jesus died and was raised back to life and then ascended to heaven and they stayed and started doing church plants, which is what they did, and they got persecuted and they got crucified and crucified upside down and stoned to death and, and all this. Do you not think they were a part of a culture growing up? Of course they were. They were a part of the very culture that was killing them. But they set that culture aside, picked up the gospel, picked up their faith in Jesus, and decided that that was more important. 
Because if they just followed the culture of the day, well, the culture of the day damned Jesus to crucifixion. Traded a murderer's life for a blameless man's life. That's what the culture of that day did. How much do you think it's changed in the last 2,000 years? Not a whole lot. Not a bunch. Probably pretty similar. It's just now they're crucifying people on the TV and the media by talking smack or whatever. In some parts of the world, they're still cutting people's heads off because they're claiming Christianity. I don't say claiming because if they take if they take one to the head and they're saying Jesus until they lop their head off, they ain't claiming nothing. They are living it. They're doing it. People getting set on fire while still alive because they're preaching the gospel. Because that's what that culture says you do to Christians. So how important is your culture now? Your culture says can't have nothing to do with those other ones because they were mean to us a couple hundred years ago or you can't be you can't be a part of that culture because they're not like us you know their skin's different than ours so we you know we gotta stay away from them and i say it's a bunch of garbage if your culture isn't based on jesus and his love and spreading his word and being it being one with his people and him under the power of the holy spirit you're wrong I'm not going to keep drawing this out. This will be a short one. I think this is a good place to hop off right here. Um, I don't mean to be so heavy all the time, but I'm really, it, it's really just, it speaks to me every day. I try my best to distance myself. But unfortunately, the times we're in right now, the way we are communicating with a bunch of people we care about is on social media. And you cannot turn on social media without seeing Something about something, or somebody's griping about the other somebody. So, you know, regardless of how bad we don't like to hear it, if you get on any kind of social media anytime, any day, you're probably going to see something. But, you know what? We just help where we can, you know, and this is my way of trying to help is, Maybe just give you a different perspective on things. You know, maybe your culture that you're clinging to really ain't that important. But Chris, I'll do this one real quick. Or Chris, you're a part of that whole gun culture. Uh, are you willing to let that go in order to uh, be completely sold out to the Jesus culture? If Jesus calls me to do that, yes. As of right now, I believe it's going to be the last leg standing in between us and our, our, our last way to defend our culture, our gospel culture. So maybe I'm wrong. I hope it never comes to that. I really hope it don't. Um, I love my country. I love my God. And I love you. I don't care what side you vote for or who you're going to vote for in November. Honestly, it's none of my business, and I kind of miss the days when people didn't talk about it so much. But if you're going to put it on blast out there on social media, then be prepared to defend what you're claiming and what you're standing up for. 
And more than likely, if God's ain't the basis of what you're out there preaching, you don't have a leg to stand on to begin with. Hey, holler at me on Facebook. That's Chris Pyle. That's K-R-I-S-P-Y-L-E. On Instagram, same name, at 80 at the end. Some of you may not know this, but I have a YouTube channel also. We have a couple of different uh, projects going on on YouTube. Right now, my biggest, uh, my biggest thing is I do a thing with my daughter called Giada Tries. And it's a seven-year-old little girl, beautiful little girl. I might be a little biased because she's mine. But she's a seven-year-old, beautiful little girl that's willing to try all kind of different foods. Some stuff that a typical seven-year-old, even me at seven, wouldn't probably wouldn't willing to try. But a lot of it's stuff I grew up on. Our latest one this past week was Giada tries catch, clean, and eat fresh fish. You know, I've taken her fishing for years, but we've never kept them and cleaned them and ate them. And she's been wanting to do it, so we did it. That episode's on YouTube right now. If you want to find me, that's K-R-I-S-P-Y-L-E at YouTube, and you'll find my channel that way. I thank you guys for listening. Uh, please support the podcast by sharing this with your friends. Um, and yeah, hit the like button and the subscribe button on the YouTube and here, and uh, that way you'll get notified whenever a new podcast comes out. Go over to my buddy, uh, Burnham Podcast. That's Danny Burnham. Check his podcast out. Lots of great content there too. Love you guys. Thank you and God bless.